Hello and welcome to another episode of the Just Thought You'd Like to Know podcast. My name's Akil Balagopal and I'm your host. So another different kind of episode today. I've asked um, my followers on Instagram to send in some questions um, about anything really, about me, about life, about sports, music, anything. So that's what we'll be going through today and I'll hopefully give you some good answers. So the first question's been sent in by Paige and Tate, um, what inspired me to start the podcast. Um, so before I launched this one, I was the host of the University of Law's Black and White podcast, um, which I also set up as part of my BAME advocate role. Um, due to COVID, I wasn't able to go in and host any events or speak to any of the students. So I set up the podcast as a platform for staff and students to come on and share their experiences, share some thoughts on the issues that are affecting society at the moment. Um, so once I graduated, I had to give that up and I kind of caught the bug for doing podcasts. And so I launched my own um, where I had a bit more creative control and decisions on who I could have as guests and thought it would be nice to have influential people come on and share their experiences with everyone. Um, so yeah, I think my friends would argue that I only started the podcast because I like the sound of my own voice, but that's not true. Um, it's just something that I've always wanted to pursue. Um, so the next question we have is from Ellis, who sent in a voice message. Hello, fellow Ellis here. If you could interview absolutely anyone in this world, who would be the dream podcast guest? Thanks very much. Catch you later. Um, that's quite a difficult one because there's probably a lot of a lot of celebrities, a lot of influential people that I do want to get on. Um, but as a cricketer and a cricket fan, I think um, Ben Stokes is someone who I've um, always admired. The journey that he's been on um, in the past couple of years, um, from 2016, from essentially losing a World Cup to then making the comeback that he did in 2019 I think would be a really interesting journey to share with people um, really inspirational as well how he's um, transformed as a bloke so yeah I think Ben Stokes is my go-to but the list is endless with the people that I want to interview to be honest so the next question I have is from Mr Jake Geddes who has asked what's your thoughts of doing an episode over a big jug um, Jake I can't tell you how much i want to get back out there out to the pubs um i've got a podcast episode planned um with a few mates to head down to the uh, bermondsey beer mile and do a few <laughs> do an episode there which will be very interesting when we can um for those that don't know i'll be also linking jake's profile as well because he's done some amazing work for charity i think he raised over 680 pounds by doing some drinking challenges, which was unreal. And he's also started a fitness page as well and does a lot of work for charity. So make sure to go check out Jake. So next up, some of you guys have sent in questions asking for advice. So first up, we've got Chloe. Hi, Akil. I just wanted to ask you what your top three tips were for impressing in interviews. Thanks. 
I'll um try to you know suggest tips that I usually go by and because I'm still interviewing I'm still going for training contracts and stuff so I would say my first one would be do your research um every company has their own culture and the way they work so make sure that you're a good fit for their firm or for their company and that you know well in advance what they specialize in uh, what their core values are um during an interview i think it's important to remember to fully answer a question um especially com- competency based ones um you know if they ask you a question just take it easy take a breath um make sure that you know what they've asked and just take your time with it um i think it's also important to have the right body language and to stay positive because going into the interview you just don't know what could be thrown at you what questions could come your way so i think the key is to stay positive as you can um with you know face to face interviews not really existing these days and everything being done over zoom or microsoft teams it's hard to be as engaging and stuff but there's also positives um i would say a quick tip is always take a glass of water and if they do ask a hard question you know take a sip relax gives you more thinking time um but yeah i would say do your research remember to fully answer a question and make sure you've got the right body language so the next question i've been sensing is how to get over an unrequited love um I'll tell you now I am not an expert in the area at all. Um I think my friends can all confirm that. But um I think considering lockdown and with everything that's going on um the main important thing is to always focus on yourself and put yourself forward that's what I would say. Um if it's unrequited love and you know they're not giving you the attention that you want or um the energy that you're putting in then what's the point at the end of the day uh life short i would say you know focus on yourself make sure that you get what you want and yeah also you know speak to your friends about it they probably know best as well i'm sure they'll be saying the same thing so next we have a question from Corin who's asked about advice for new university students uh, moving into halls and dealing with money and social life uh university is completely different to what it was when i was there 2 years ago with everything that's going on with zoom lectures and speaking to friends that are there now they've said you know they can't leave their flats um it's all very tedious at the moment i would say but hoping that when you go back and things go back to normality um i would say make most of the independence that you're going to get once you're there um when you move into your flat um and see all your mates and stuff they're all in the same boat and they're probably going to be your closest friends for life so um just immerse yourself in the culture um make sure you join the clubs and societies um freshers is always a good opportunity to meet people of similar interests um make sure you attend all your lectures and seminars at least in the first week or two weeks so that you can meet your course mates who are also all sharing the same experience as you as well um with the university it's people from all over the world so you're going to make great connections 
um, you'll find out that you will need to budget at university. Um, money goes quickly. You just don't realise how quickly you're spending it. And I think they charge extortionate rates with rent and tuition fees anyway. So make sure you start to budget early on. It's um easy to be prepared and easy to say easy for me to say these things but once you get there it's a whole different lifestyle but the main thing is to enjoy yourself and make the most of your course and yeah so next we have a question from Vignesh um do you think the two vaccines that have been approved are safe um so obviously this is always going to cause a debate and you've got the anti-vaxxers and um, you know, everyone's got a theory that we're being installed with the microchips. Um, we're going to grow extra pair of limbs. Um, I can't speak for everyone. So me personally, um, yeah, I do back the use of the vaccine. Um, I'm getting vaccinated soon as I'm a part-time youth worker. So um, I've been eligible for a vaccine. Um... But yeah, I do think they are safe. I think it is a step forward for us to come out of this COVID mess. Um, But everyone's entitled to their opinion, of course. So if you feel like it's safe, then go for it. So some of you have sent in some sports-related questions. Um, First up, we've got Tom. Hi, Kiel. Just uh, one question from me. How did you recover from being bowled by a Bournemouth slowest bowler in the indoor cricket in Southampton? Cheers, Tom, for that. Um, I'd like to say I think that's probably one of the best balls that I've faced in a long, very long time, actually. Um, but, of course, the captaincy should be questioned as well on the day. Um, I also do remember, um, you know, a humble brag that I was uh, man of the match that game as well, so... You know, you win some, you lose some, but then, you know, you um, I guess you just learn. Hi, Akers, it's Troy. Um, my question to you is, what's your opinion on Premier League clubs asking the government to bail out football teams during the pandemic? Uh, thanks, Troy, for that question. Um, I think it's an interesting one. I think, especially with Premier League clubs... With the amount of money that goes into broadcasting rights and the amount of uh, money the players are getting, um, I think financially they should all be stable. I think we should be focusing on the lower leagues, um, especially you know going back to grassroots football as well. There's a lot of clubs struggling at the moment. Um, it's important that when we get back on track that they are still able to run and no clubs will have to fold with the circumstances. Um it's also been a struggle with you know the lack of fans in stadiums. I can imagine um, lack of ticket sales, etc., could be detrimental to them. Um, I think you know if they are going to help out the football clubs as well, there is also the arts and theatre and so many other departments that need help as well. So, I think when it comes to bailing out, it should be fo- the focus should be on the employees that are working at the club as well, um, not just for bailing out for players or any other things that are advantageous to them. Um, but, yeah, I think that's my opinion. I think the Premier League clubs are all sorted, but um, it's the lower-level leagues and clubs that are um, struggling which should receive the help, as well as the arts industry. 
So next up we have Ryan who has asked, who do you think will win the Premier League? Um, I think this is the closest that I've seen it for a while. Um, usually you expect City to be dominating or Liverpool. But I'm very surprised to see United at the top. Um, hopefully not for long. I would like to see Leicester win it again, I would say. Um, as an Arsenal fan, would hate to see United-Liverpool or City lifting it again. So um, I want to say Leicester. That's my prediction for this year. Um, moving on, a question from Heidi. If you could meet and get taught by one professional cricketer, who would it be? Um, so I mentioned Ben Stokes earlier in the podcast, um, someone very similar to him. I would say um, Andrew Flintoff, uh, someone who can biff the ball quite hard um, and also do well in the bar after the game as well, so I can pick up some tips from him. Um Next up, I've got Autumn saying, do you miss playing badminton? Uh, yes. Um, so I played badminton at uni as well. Um, not very well, or some would say. I think um, our university was very international, so we had a lot of players from all over the world who were absolutely outstanding. Um, but, yeah, would love to get back on the court again. Um, next up, we've got Ellie. Favourite favorite Brunel hockey player? Um, I think by asking this question, Ellie, you're going to get me into a lot of trouble. So, And I know what you're trying to do. So, Brunel hockey player, you didn't really state who. So, um, you know, which team. So, I'm going to go for Dan Vinson on this one. Uh, big shout out to all the Brunel hockey players as well. Um, and all the sports teams who aren't able to play at the moment. So now we've got some more in general questions. Um, Favourite alcoholic Bev in from Danny. Um, Well, I'm doing dry January at the moment. And so it's been a while. Well, I say been a while. It's been like a few weeks. (laughs) But um, I don't know. I think my go-to drink at a pub would be a Guinness. But I'm also a big fan of any cider on tap. Um, Moving on. Favourite Disney film, I would have to say Monsters, Inc. Uh, big shout out to Mike for sending in the question. Okay, um, next one in from Kieran. Um, he's given me a scenario. Okay, he said, have a dream job, but no friends and stay in Medway in Kent. Or um, have a poor job, poor pay, but good social and home life. Um, obviously, there's some technicalities to this question um and you know my dream job does include <laughs> having friends and you know working in a team so there's obviously technicalities but to go with your question uh kieran i would say i would go opt for the good social and home life i feel um that would be more beneficial mentally um and I think happiness is also very key. Um, I don't feel like money's everything. So, yeah, I think a happy life is the way forward. Um, question in from Alicia. What is your favourite quote? Um, I think recently I've posted this on my personal account as well. I watched the um, Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. And he says, I can accept failure 
everyone fails at something, but I can't accept not trying. I think that's my recently favourite quote that I came across. Um, of course, everyone fails. You know, the first time you try something, it might not work out. There's projects that fail. Um, me, for example, I was always scared about launching this podcast because I was like, I don't know what people's opinions would be. Um, don't know how it would fare, what people would say if I'm doing it properly. So I think if I had just given up straight away, then, you know, I can't say I failed because I didn't even try in the first place. So I think, you know, um, trying, giving your hand at something is always key. Um, so next question, why do I want to specialise in family law? So for those that don't know, I did a law degree and um still in the hunt for a training contract but I also work part-time as a paralegal um the area of law that I've wanted to go into is family law and that's come from just my interest in the area specifically having done work experience um working with uh, domestic violence victims and volunteering with family um law clinics um that's where my interest has come from so yeah hopefully family law is something that I'd like to pursue in the future um next question from friends at two bite reviews sard and ish um favorite film and tv show of all time jeez um my favorite film i think my it's quite a um old one i would say it's um catch me if you can with uh, dicaprio and tom hanks it's always um, a go-to film for me. Um, and TV show of all time. Um, something that I watch quite occasionally and have tuned into is um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I feel like it is popular and people do know about it, but not as much as it is in America. Um, so, yeah, catch me if you can and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, question from Charlotte. What would your death row final meal be hmm right okay so hoping there won't be any circumstances where i do end up on death row um i don't know i think it'd have to be like a home-cooked meal from my mum something authentic probably going back to the roots going back to india i think that's that's the way forward um another question from Wilson: what are you doing to keep sane during lockdown um well, luckily, I've been fortunate enough to head out for work, and I would say the podcast is keeping me sane as well. I think regularly, like checking in with friends, FaceTime calls, Zooms, they also keep you sane. But I do genuinely miss, you know, going outdoors and going to the pub or just socialising in general. Uh, walks help as well. Um, so, yeah, that's how I've been trying to keep sane. So we're close to the end, but um, we've had some questions come in uh, from close friends um, who've decided to send in some voice messages. So um, here's one of them now. Uh, I'd just like to know how Archie Foy spent €72 in the German supermarket. Hello. Hello. Right, I've brought you in (laughs) because... You've asked this question. Why has Archie Foy spent seventy-two euros in a German supermarket? 
I feel I feel the answers. It will be better if it comes from you. To be honest, as being you know being Chef Ryan and having made the fajitas yourself, using the 70, 72 euros worth of <laughs> ingredients. Well, I think about thirty euros is on that freshly squeezed orange juice, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll be. I'll have to share pictures of these, but um, I think that was insane. The freshly, it's German engineering at the best. That. Yeah, but it was, it was like something stupid per bottle. <laughs> we got like three massive ones. <laughs> oh god! So, what do you want to know about the what, what the what the the fajitas or just... or how they were cooked? <laughs> what? I want to know the the experience. To be honest, because I thought I'd bring you in. <sighs> Oh well, okay. So uh, I can't remember where we've been. I think we've just been dicking about in um, around the Reaper Barn, looking at some <laughs> interesting shops and seeing where retracing our steps on the night before. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'd had like I can't remember what we had for dinner normally. We just had crap, didn't we? Yeah, just, like, we literally takeaway. junk food from. Yeah, we were just eating very unhealthy. So you decided to. Um... Yeah, well, it was a group decision. <laughs> uh, we wanted something quick. Uh, something that everyone liked, and um, something that we could cook in our tiny one-bedroom flat. <laughs> uh, so I think fajitas was chosen, obviously, because you chuck everything in a pan, which we'll get to later. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, we went around this supermarket just picking stuff up, you know, peppers, onions, some chicken, wraps, uh, salsa, all of that, yeah. uh, fajita seasoning. Um, actually, I think me and... Uh, I think me and Essex did that while you and Archie chased a rat round the store. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So uh, eventually we managed to get all the stuff. It took us about an hour and a half to get about 10 things. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> went to the checkout. Uh, we were offered to pay and, you know, Archie's like, no, I'm paying, I'm paying. Yeah. Like, and the woman, <laughs> woman scanned it through. Uh, he whipped out like a 20 euro note because this was like 10 things. Yeah. And she just looks at me and was like, that's seventy-two euro. <laughs> he was like, he was like, he's like, what? What do you mean? That's so he had no argument with this woman who spoke like four words of English. How how much the shopping cost? And literally, we and obviously yeah. in the end, we just we just paid for it. Um, so it left the supermarket, walking back to the uh, the flat, <laughs> uneventful, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone's looking forward to fajitas. I think we might, did we get. Some nachos to start or something. I think well. so. Probably that's what added up to the extra two. Yeah, exactly. The nachos in the in the oven, didn't it? Yeah, I think. Uh, did, we yeah. got back to the flat, and um, uh, you know, cut everything out, cut chicken out, cut the vegetables up, the heaters. Proper chefing it up, yeah. Yeah, uh, turn the hob on. The hob was fine. Like it's pretty decent one. That's what I was worried about. And then we went looking in the cupboards, <laughs> looking for a frying pan. <laughs> And there wasn't a frying pan, there was just a uh, pot of nutty boil water in some like a pasta pot in it. Oh god. So uh I can't remember what cooked first. They put the chicken in first and it took like two hours to cook Like frying it in the pot. Because um, it's like then... seventy euros worth of chicken <laughs> in this small pot. And it's the fact that I don't do you did we ever pay him back? <laughs> he's gonna listen to this if he's listening to this yes we did pay him back but if he's not listening to this, no we didn't pay him back but he yeah. does owe us about 72 euros each so yeah probably well, for, for, for mental damages yeah 
um, yeah, so we kicked the, kick the chicken. Uh, and then, obviously, we kicked the vegetables on top of the chicken because we only had that one pot. <laughs> and then we used, like, a knife to, like, stir because <laughs> there's no utensils. Um, and that was it, really. And then we just, we just served it up and had yeah, dinner. Yeah. But I think the more interesting story would be what happened on, on that night about, uh, you know, you and Essex and the door. Well, that's where we stopped. <laughs> <laughs> the water. I think you might need to get someone in Epson to explain that. But... Right, I think um, you know what, hundred thousand views on this podcast. <laughs> I might do it. No, I, th- I think it's a. It should be. How many episodes have you done now? This is oh, it's like seven. seven. It? Yeah, yeah, do it for the tenth episode. Go on, just just reveal it. Right then. <laughs> All right, you got yourself a deal. But yeah, <laughs> cheers for coming on, mate. I mean. You know, it's kind of one of those, you know, you had to be there kind of stories. But um, if Archie Foy is listening, no, you can't have those two dollars back, euros back, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was the orange juice that was the worst bit. It was like 30 euros for like 200. Uh, I think my favourite memory is um, having him clean up the Airbnb on the you last night. <laughs> you clean it up. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that, should I? <laughs> we just left. <laughs> oh, and the woman, the, which remember the next door neighbour when she knocked on the door, and you made me answer it. She started having a go at me in German. <laughs> right, I think um, next time we take the podcast on tour with us, um, I did say I mentioned earlier on the podcast that uh, we'd be doing the uh, beer mile, and for people to stay tuned in for that. So, oh yeah, I fancy a bit of that. I think more, but yeah, cheers for coming on, Ryan. I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, thanks. It's nice to speak to you, mate. I haven't spoken for a while, so <laughs> right. See you later. <laughs> see you later. So, a question in from Amelia and Ellie favorite uni memory? Um, of course, there are loads of personal ones that I have which will make no sense to uh people apart from those that were involved, but um, I would say taking into account all three years, uh, varsity was always always um a good day um that's when we would play uh st mary's university in all the sporting events and um there was a winner declared at the end of the day it was always very feisty um it got the whole university involved um and of course the um night out at attic was also spectacular as well um my final year varsity almost made me miss my dissertation deadline, but we move, <laughs> um, submitted it on time. It did well. Um, but yeah, I think more personal ones that stand out would be a big shout out to everyone that I lived with at Ferndale. Um, barbecues and everything that we did in the summer was elite. And um, people that are going to uni, you know, in a couple of years time and stuff very jealous i hope you actually get to experience it properly and i hope it gets better for the people that are there now um next question favorite inspirational item that anita's brought you um so um anita's my mum uh thank you amelia for sending that in um i see what she's trying to get at it's i don't know about listeners and i don't know if it's an asian thing um but i feel like parents sometimes like buying products with big inspirational quotes on so it's no it's like when you walk into a living room in some households and you've got live laugh live love on the wall 
Um, so this was during my time at university, during my master's, actually. Um, Mum was heading into town and she was like, oh, do you need anything? And I was like, oh, it would be lovely if you can get me some couple of folders. Um, here I am thinking, going to town, WH Smith, easy job, couple of folders. Um, so she gets home and I'm like, oh, I've got you some folders. And she pulls out this bright pink A4 folder. And I'm thinking, oh, that's pink, like, you know, no shame in that at all. If a folder's a folder, I'm not really bothered about the colour. It was when it turned over and in, like, bright gold glittery letters, it said, big projects have small beginnings, just taped right across the front. And it didn't stop there. The inspirational quotes were on all the folders. And I was like, Mum, are you serious? She's like, what? It motivates you to work harder and I was like yeah but I'm 22 and so yeah I spent I think an hour uh, getting a sharpie crossing it out taping it up um, I think I spent more on the front of that folder trying to cover up the quotes than I did actually putting content inside it so yeah um, let us know if you've had any um, embarrassing purchases from your parents so that concludes the q a for today um thank you to everyone that sent in the questions um i hope i gave good enough answers um if you'd like to listen to more of this type of content then please write into just what you'd like to know instagram page um we're always open to new ideas and any topics that you want to hear um next week i'm hopefully joined by miss stephanie boyce the president of the law society so tune in for that one But until next time, I hope you'll keep safe and see you later.